I think Arsenal were like the poor old bloke barking up in the garden outside, I think. Oh, they missed out, didn't they? They did miss out. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Way One Spurs and joining our daily journey down White Hart memory lane. In case you missed yesterday's edition, which featured myself, Ian Wallace, Simeon Wright, Ricky Swarbrick, and Peter Wright's summary of the season so far, the Way One Spurs podcast has committed to go back one season each day for you, our valued listeners, until the coronavirus pandemic is safely averted. And joining me this evening are Simeon Wright and Peter Wright. Hi. Good evening, guys. So, guys, Peter and Sim, how are we? Are we keeping safe and isolated? I thought I had a bit of a temperature today. I don't know. You can talk yourself into feeling ill, can't you? Yeah. In the summer before uh, this season uh, started, we did not sign anyone. And we didn't sign anyone in the January window either. So no signings coming in, as we remember. Um, the season in question, of course, saw us play right the way up to June the 1st, reaching the Champions League final in Madrid, which we all watched together, all the way one Spurs watched together, which was a great night. Pete, Pete what do you remember about that great night? Well, I just remember we all sort of got together at my house. You know, it was just like a, it was like a party atmosphere. I mean, everything was uh, just the anticipation and the almost like disbelief that we were it just didn't feel as though we ought to be there but we were there and the, after after the semi-final it just kept it just felt like miracles miracles could happen so if you're talking about the build-up to the game that was magical i'd been out the day before with some old uni mates and so i was well sort of tanked up for a few glasses of vino before rushing back to host this game you know um, Pete, you really have a real big rant about the Sissoko handball. Even now, it still rankles with you. That was just such a anticlimactic situation. I just thought Mane just sort of like lobbed the ball onto his hand, and I just I was just more frustrated about the collective shrugging of shoulders about it. I just thought it was outrageous, really. I don't know if I'm more frustrated about that game or the Pedro Mendes sort of like one yard over the goal line at Old Trafford many years before. Which is a similar sort of thing, really. I'd need a whole podcast just to talk about that, really. <laughs> I, I, I don't blame you. I, I, I feel the same. I mean, we had a wonderful time all being together. It was real fun, but um, I, just, I, I didn't ever felt we sort of deserved to be there. Yeah, you know, well, and and I, I was just, I was just happy to be, you know, the the bridesmaid rather than the bride just being there, never really expecting to win. But I feel, I feel, I feel quite bad as a Spurs fan saying that. Well, I've I've thought many times about what could have possibly happened if we'd won that game, and you know, we were together, uh, myself, Pete, next to me now, two meters apart. I will say as well, we were uh, sticking to the guidelines. But it was a night that could have that could have gone on, it could have gone on for days, and I. Uh, Pete and myself are convinced that we would have spontaneously walked to N17 to the new ground. Yeah, we would have done. And a lot of other Spurs fans would have done that as well. That 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 party could have gone on a lot yep. longer. Yeah. Um, but don't, don't you think? Yeah. Don't you think, Ian? That was the problem. That we were just happy to be there. Yes. Sums up our mentality. Do you think? Yeah. Whereas Liverpool were there to do a job and 
you know, get the job done and we need to win this game. I think the Spurs were like, you, there, there for the party, did, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the players felt that though? I never felt. And do you think that? I mean, Rick, Ricky um, talks a great point about how he felt, or maybe you said he talks about the, that Lucas Moura not starting and Kane starting was a possibly. There's rumours about it. It sort of rankled with the squad and caused a bit of unrest. But what, what, what do you guys think about that, Sim? I thought that was outrageous, <laughs> personally. Um, it's you know whatever whatever however, however important Kane obviously is to us. He's and he's not the club captain, but he's, he effectively is. He's he's the main man, but talisman. But yeah, talisman, and he's he's he hadn't played for a good. It was it was over two months, wasn't it, that he hadn't played for, and yeah. you know you, you wouldn't you wouldn't blame Lucas Moura for, and the other players actually maybe for because you could you could definitely see the the togetherness of the sides from the start of this season, maybe a bit before, but certainly from the start of this season, yeah. it was just not the same. And, for me, as a Spurs fan, the season, you know, I'll never forget Ajax game, and it was like the final for me. And yeah, and I, 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 every time I watch it, it just gives me goosebumps. The Ajax, so possibly the Ajax is the you know the the best game of the season, obviously. Do you think? Yeah, there was the, there was a, a YouTube video that was filmed by a fan in. I think it must have been in the Ajax end because you could see the Spurs fans celebrating on the other side. But it was it was posted by a guy called Paul Henry on YouTube, and it was it was it was effectively. A fan's perspective of the Lucas goal going in, and you could see Pochettino running on the pitch, falling to his knees. And I, I actually had tears in my eyes watching that he back was. a couple of weeks ago. It was such an emotional yeah. moment, yeah. and it's hard to. It's like you said. It's it felt like. <laughs> obviously, we haven't won the Champions League yet, but it felt like you know the feeling of winning it would have yeah. been as good as that. I remember the three little birds, Bob Marley thing they played at halftime. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just remember yeah. that. And I just remember feeling like giving up the ghost at half time. Okay, you know, maybe next season. And then, then a miracle happened. So but we hadn't really played well, though, had we? Like, no. like leading up to that in the in the league. No, I mean, no, after no. Christmas, that form was just shocking, wasn't it? No, I think um, the malaise uh, and the staleness of the squad started with the Wolves game at Wembley. And not and the second half of that game, we were winning that game and we ended up losing the game three one or something. It was yeah. the game over Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I think it was. It was uh, just after Christmas, I think it was in that period, and we weren't yeah. playing that badly. But that was, you know, I think I think we we possibly yeah. could have yeah. gone could have gone near to the top at that point. Yeah, that, that transmitted itself yeah. into the Burnley game uh, at Turf Moor, the one where um, where oh, Potch got red card, red carded, and I think you can. Tr- you could trace the calendar year going downhill from that moment. But it started with the Wolves game. But, but when you look back at the season, though, you know, for, if you look at, you know, we sort of go from um, from the end to the sort of going backwards. I think, you know, to finish fourth, really, when we're playing so badly and we played at three home grounds, you know, we played at Wembley for most of it. We played Stadium, Milton Keynes for one cup game. And then we had the last few games at Tottenham Hotspur State at White Hart Lane. So... Uh, yeah. we we done really well with no signings, got to the Champions League final and finished fourth. So even though we played dreadfully, I think, in the second half of the season, it still was a pretty good season in Heinz. Yeah, I, I thought that the Champions League really just papered over us the cracks that were already forming because of the lack of investment in the squad and the lack of turnover of the squad and refreshing the squad. And the, you know the, the, that that fatigue, yeah. that fatigue set in, and and just getting, we just seem to just 
miraculously muddle our way through into a Champions League final. So it made the season look better than it was. But wasn't it, wasn't it unbelievable, Sim, that we actually managed to finish fourth, really? And we even we even sort of limped towards that. It's only Arsenal sort of threw it away, didn't they, really? It was, yeah. I mean, we won... I think the, the key thing was that we won 20... Which it's it's hard to it's hard to remember us playing this well, but we won twenty of our first twenty six games in that season, which is incredible, really. Um, if you remember, wow, that is it, unbelievable. Yeah, it took us till March to draw a game, didn't it? So it was yeah. either we were losing, we lost thirteen games in the whole season. Um, we were, but we yes, yeah, so we were winning a we were, we were losing a lot of games. I mean, six six games to lose before before February is quite a lot for a team who are in the top four. But we'd won twenty of those games, yeah. and it was only it was the the Burnley game where that bad run started, and yeah. I mean injuries played a big part because we we lost. I think there was a there was that game at Fulham where Winks got the late goal, but you know Kane had Kane Kane played in that game. Ali went off in that game, and we just went through a real big injury rut. And I think that Fulham game was a loss. Was one of the last kind of games we won before yeah. before we went on that bad run. But how, how do you get how do you get those Even injuries? Then, yeah, those injuries like are caused by. Fatigue, I think, and not signing players. Yeah, so you, you you're, you're constantly having to use the same lineup or the same, and it's just like you get those niggly strains and those kind of things that happen uh, from from yeah. having to thrash the squad and, and, and ring the last few drops out of that squad. But do you, do you think if we hadn't moved into the new stadium, do you think because I mean we beat Palace um, in the first game, which was absolutely fantastic. Do you think if we hadn't moved to the stadium? Because we won a few games there, we wouldn't have possibly qualified for the Champions League. So we beat Brighton as well, didn't we? And who yeah. else did we beat there? I don't know. It was I can't a great remember game who else. Huddersfield four 0 We beat them. I remember uh, uh, Lucas scored a hat trick. They were already kind of on the way down. Yeah, we did. Correct. We four nil. We beat Brighton. We beat Palace. We beat Huddersfield. We beat Brighton. We, we lost to West Ham, Annoying and then we drew with Everton on the last day of the season. I just think if we hadn't um, if we hadn't gone to the new stadium, our form was so bad at Wembley, and I think the fans were just. I mean, me. I mean, we all went to Wembley quite a lot, and I, I just had enough of it. Yeah, I, I think really had that. enough of it. And do you think being in the new stadium gave everyone a lift? It did. Yeah, it did. Uh, I mean, I, I remember thinking I had mixed feelings about it. I thought, well, why don't we just start afresh and. So August, but then now I think it was the right thing when it was ready, and there was a. It did give us a lift, I think. And how was it on that first on that first uh, game against? Pat? You were there, weren't you? Ian? I was there. Yeah, it was pretty. You know, it was a real great thing. It's quite emotional because you know we're all attached to White Hart Lane. Um, uh, no matter what ages we are, we're all still. You know, we're all still attached to it, and it was just brilliant being back in the area and it was our stadium it's like it's just a wonderful stadium i saw i, I remember i saw someone drop some beer on the floor and because it was so pristine and clean i was wanted to go <laughs> over and like you know clear it up but just i love i love that stadium. um but just 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 sort of moving on a little bit on you know when when we think about um champions league you know, even the Champions League in that season, we scraped out of that group. Because you remember the Champions League group we had? We had Barca, Inter Milan and PSV yeah. in the group stages. I mean, do, do, do you remember as much about that, that last game against um, uh, when Inter, Inter Milan? Did PSV do it down as a favour, didn't they? And we drew away in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember Poch in a post-match interview saying, like, at this stage, no team has qualified. You know, having did we lose our first three games or something? We didn't win our first three, did yeah, we? Yeah. And it wasn't. We actually, I think there was there was the game against Inter. It might have been match day 
I was above match day three or match day four, but it was a really late Ericsson goal at Wembley against Inter that, that kept us in it. And then we beat, I think we beat, or, or maybe the game before that was was a game where we were behind against PSV, weren't we? And they, and we kind of came back to win that game and that turned it around a bit. Yeah, we, were, we, we we conceded in the first minute, I think, against PSV at home at Wembley and they ended up winning 2-1. Um, so we just scraped it everywhere. But the, the night in Barcelona was brilliant as well. And no matter, I mean, they played a lot of reserve team players, but they're still quality, aren't they? So even then we scraped out that. But then, and the Dortmund game at Wembley possibly, I think, was, was it was it our performance of the season? I thought that was a comp- of that season. I think Dortmund was it. Was, it, was that the game where Vertonghen played on the le- as a left yes. wing back, and he put in this, he put in that delicious yeah. cross, and Son sort of volleyed it in. Oh, that's a lovely volley, wasn't it? That, that was the most comfortable watch yeah. I've ever had in the last yeah. five years watching. It was just I came down the field. It was just we just were so in control, so in control of that game. Yeah, and even even. The- even the away game, we played very well in the away game, didn't we? We won away, didn't we? Remember yeah. that, that they, they bossed, they battered us for the first half, and then suddenly Kane scored, and we absolutely just controlled the game, which was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah, correct. That's a, that's exactly what I think. Loris kept us kept us in the in the game in the first half. We were we were obviously three new up from the first leg, so you know it should have been it should have been comfortable. But I think we just we held out for that first half, didn't we? And and then yeah, like you said, Kane got the goal, yeah. got the goal early in the second half, and we. And we saw it home. And I'm I'm just going to take you guys. We, we obviously we about Man City was unbelievable, wasn't it? I mean, Man, Man City Man, Man City was was Man City on par with Ajax because it was like as as dramatic, don't you think? Oh yeah, yeah, in different ways, but in similar ways. Well, v, well, only because of the VAR stuff, I guess. You know, that's what made it dramatic. It was a game that yeah. I uh, bottled out of watching. To you know when the. I sort of like uh, went upstairs to do my packing because we were going away the following day and I abandoned the game because I couldn't bear to watch yeah. it anymore. And then when I came downstairs, Sterling had scored and I was sort of completely devastated. And I went storming back upstairs only to sort of hear something about VAR and it was just unbelievable. Surreal, really. It was surreal, wasn't it? But I mean, the, the, so if we sort of move on from the Champions League escapades, FA Cup. Sim, do you want to sort of talk us through your views of how the FA Cup went that this season? Uh, well, I think Pete's probably better to better to talk about that actually, because he was he. I believe he was at the exit at Selhurst Park, which was which was one of them games we talked about the period when it first started around February when it first started going downhill with all the injuries and everything. Yeah. And we had a really friendly yeah. team out at Selhurst, and it was just a. I mean, Trippier completely missed the target with a penalty. It was a freezing. Pete, you were there, weren't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Selhurst Park in January <laughs> is a very painful place. <laughs> is, is that one of the coldest grounds in the Premier League? <laughs> oh, maybe Stoke or somewhere like that. It's just. That's... It was freezing January, and um, I, I think I bought a tasteless, yeah. a tasteless cup of coffee just to keep my fingers warm. KWP inexplicably put his hand up. Uh, I just never forgave him for that. He just infuriated me in that game. And it didn't we... And it's one of those games where... Did we play Vorm? Did Vorm play in that game as well? You know, we just seemed to... Yeah, I think he did, actually, yeah. yeah I just... Probably, you know, one of the reasons why we 
I hope he's not listening to this, but why we sort of tend to not progress or win trophies is because in those sort of games, and even this season, we played Vorm inexplicably, and whilst um, they yeah. they used Tim Krull, you know, who's a penalty, penalty uh, expert, yeah. you know. So, I agree. Yeah, but that was painful. It was a capitulation, wasn't it? I just, I just felt, I was furious. I was furious with the team he put out. Yes. I was just furious. Full stop with that. And yeah, we beat Tranmere seven nil in the third um, in the third round. I, I I felt really quite sick at that Crystal Palace thing. He, yeah. he could he could have played a better team than that, and he's easily won. I think Kevin and Kudu played in that game, didn't he? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, um, he did. You're right. Oliver Skip, I think as well. It was just a really, you know, it felt like he was trying to he was trying to get knocked out of it. And you know what? You can't really blame him for the amount of injuries yeah. at the time. It, put, it maybe might have been a Destruction, but you know you never like to see see yourself go out. Uh, yeah, I just never thought he took the. No, I, I just. Did, did you Ian? Yeah, did, I, I, did, did you ever? I'm think with you. I'm with you. Definitely, I was furious, absolutely furious with that. Um, but then, then obviously the Carabao Cup. We we know we went a long way in the Carabao Cup and losing to Chelsea's uh, to Chelsea on penalties at Stamford Bridge after winning the first leg, Wembley one 0 but losing the second leg two one on the night, and that really annoys me because. What's the point in in having t- two legs if there's no no away goal in there? Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so losing to Chelsea on penalties, um, I, I have to admit I was absolutely furious again because I just knew we'd lose on penalties. And I don't know about you guys, did you feel that as well? Um, I, I was very upset about Jorginho's penalty where he just basically took the Michael. Did he try and do a little chip? And I, I thought, right, the next time yeah, we, the next time we play them, I want. Someone like Dyer to nail him just for the way he t- t- took the Michael with that penalty. Yeah. Just, uh, do you remember that penalty? But, our, but our, our players, I do remember, but our players just don't, I don't know, they just seem to, you know, we've lost another shootout this season, but that season, I just, uh, I mean, that, the, the season was going from, the season was bad then, but we just seemed to be, the Champions League was taking our focus and we were still in the hunt for fourth place. So, you know, it wasn't all doom and gloom, really, was it? <coughs> no, I mean we. It was it was a se- it was a season that we. I mean, you talk about getting into the top four, and you know it was, it was a pathetic top four race, really, wasn't it? Arsenal, Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. Arsenal. None of us looked like we wanted that, but we we just got over the line in the end because we started the season so well. And Lim- limped over the line. We limped over the line, but yeah, we, we got did. we got the points in. Like I said, the twenty wins out of twenty six in the to start the season, and there was you know there was the yeah. you know Man United were were not really in the picture either they were they were just as by the run they had with volley they were kind of pretty awful towards the end of the season as well yeah i mean i'm just, I'm just looking at some of the goal stats for the season yeah the goals in we saw a lot of, you know our players score lots of goals you think kane got 24 song got 20 lucas 15 ericsson 10 ali 7 yeah there was a, i mean that's that's a good return for our forward five or six isn't it it is yeah i mean lucas got old chafford in august I mean, we'd won our first three games, but Pochettino, if you remember, came out in the press after that game and basically said, "I was furious with the team, and we were we were awful." And it was really a real head scratch at that point. But then we kind of he was he was right because we lost the next two after that. Yeah, no, it was a particularly good performance yeah. that that old Trafford. Yeah, we, 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 we. Um, I mean, in in I, I think I think in hindsight, I think we look, you know, over the season. 
um, you know, season 2018-19 was a pretty good season. I think when when you come to look back in years to come, say 10 years to come, you know, we got to the Champions League final and we got to finish in the top four again and we moved into our new stadium. I think we, what, what we're trying to do in this podcast, we're trying to do an Ian Holloway type uh, like analogy, you remember Ian Holloway used to do it, and I think Pete's got a good analogy of how our season went. Pete, can you uh, sort of sum it up in your analogy? Well, I heard somebody say uh, that it, the top four race in itself was like uh, it was either one or two things. Well, uh, the one that stuck in my mind, uh, somebody likened it to three drunken men. Uh, that's Chelsea, Arsenal, and us trying to get in through the the front door after being uh, being out out on the booze, you know, and coming back uh, and fumbling with the keys and not being able to get through through the lock and then the other one trying and then the other one and they dropped the keys and it's, it was that kind of thing and then eventually Chelsea just somehow f- f- uh, flukily sort of managed to sort of open, <laughs> open the door and then fell asleep on the other side of the door. Uh, passed out on the mat. Passed out on yeah. the mat, yeah. That, that, that was like... And then the other... The other thing I heard was it was like uh, uh, they, we killed each other with politeness. It was like after you, sir. No, after you, sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sort of thing. You know. So yeah. yeah. Well, but I, I think your analogy, Leo, with us obviously finishing in the top four and, and Chelsea. I think Arsenal were like the poor old bloke barking up in the garden outside. I think. But they missed out. Didn't they? they did miss out. But anyway, so let's. Let's, let's wrap up this season so it's a good season so uh, thank you Peter thank you Sim hopefully um, you guys will have, all the listeners will join us tomorrow night for 2017 2018 a little mini run through of that season so thanks guys and see you all tomorrow cheers cheers